You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Welcome to the Art of Fantasy Football Trading, Episode 1. We're going to talk about the order of things and how the order of what you do, how you do it, what you bring up first can influence your fantasy football trade and dictate whether you even get a deal done. Let's do it. Top 5 running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. The art of trading is so complex. There are so many layers involved, so many ways to go about trading, so many ways to mess up, so many ways to salvage trade talks, so many ways to ignite them and get good trade talks going. Now, this series will go through different tactics in episode one. I'm going to talk merely about the order of things, how you do things, how you unwrap your offers, how you initiate them. So let me give you an example. Let's say Joe has Daryl Henderson and I want to acquire Daryl Henderson from Joe. The worst thing I could do is straight up ask for Daryl Henderson from Joe. This in most cases won't land you the player you want. You're showing your hand. The other owner knows you want Daryl Henderson, so Joe's going to hold it over my head and make me overpay if he even trades him at all. Don't ask for the player you want right away. There are two scenarios that can play out if you ask for Daryl Henderson right out of the gate, and both of them have you not owning him. Both of them have Joe rejecting the trade. Let me go over both of them. Then I'll give you the third scenario, the scenario where you can possibly get Henderson, the only way to go. If you inquire about a player and the other owner has less knowledge than you, their initial reaction is to go back into their shell. They look at you as somebody that knows what they're doing. And even if it's on a subconscious level, they're like, hey, he's asking about Daryl Henderson. He must know something. Or he's asking about Daryl Henderson. I don't want to look like a fool if Henderson goes crazy. So Joe hits no every single time. There is no way Joe, if he thinks he's lesser, is going to accept that trade, even if it's out of fear, not out of he likes Daryl Henderson a lot. Scenario two, Joe has more knowledge or equal knowledge to you. If this is the case, he's not trading Daryl Henderson because like you, he knows what he has. He knows Daryl Henderson's very undervalued. No one's going to give enough to warrant trading him away. So you're dead in the water if you ask for Daryl Henderson right out of the gate from somebody like Joe who who knows what you know, that this guy is going to be elite. The only way you're going to land Daryl Henderson from Joe is in this scenario. In this scenario, Joe is less knowledgeable than you, but you don't attack the player right away or right out of the gate. Let me give you an example of how to get Daryl Henderson from Joe, who in this scenario doesn't know what he has. Because if he did know what he has, like in scenario two, then he's not going to trade Daryl Henderson at all. Let's say Joe has Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram, and Daryl Henderson. What we want to do in scenario three, and let me get rid of the other options here because this is the only one that matters. The only one that will land you Daryl Henderson because the other ones you just won't be able to acquire him. The other scenarios are the ones that you run into a brick wall no matter what and it's impossible to get the player. In scenario three, you can do it. Not every time, but you have to go about this approach in order to give you the best odds to land Handy or any player you're trying to acquire. So Joe has Kamara, Aaron Jones, Ingram, and Henderson. What you need to do is poke around at a couple of the other players first. 
let's say you're in a conversation. This works better if you can do it all in one sitting, in one text message, one DM, one phone call, whatever. So you ask for Alvin Kamara first. You say, I'll give you player X and Y for Alvin Kamara. If he accepts that deal, you're happy as can be. You walk away from this with a top one to two overall player. Only make an offer to players you like on his team. And once he says no, he subconsciously is valuing Alvin Kamara as he should ahead of Daryl Henderson. You're giving him one reason to subconsciously say Daryl Henderson is has a, a ceiling value that's below this point. Now that's obvious and you want to establish that. You move on. You say, well, what about Aaron Jones? Uh, I'll give you player A and B for Aaron Jones. He says, no, Aaron Jones is going to be very good. You know that, Smitty. And uh, I can't trade away my second best player. Subconsciously, he's already ranked two players ahead of Daryl Henderson, and he's already set his mind on that Henderson probably can't exceed Aaron Jones's value at this point. It's not something that I think you really think about, but when you value your players and you create that person, and in order of asking for these players is important, ask for Kamara first, then Jones, create a pecking order in his mind of where his running backs fall. Right now, you've got him committing to Kamara, Aaron Jones being the better options for him over Henderson, which really they are. Henderson is not starting right now, but you want him to be thinking this and locking this into place as you head toward the Henderson conversation. He's saying no to multiple running backs. In his mind, you are going to be asking for one of his lesser players if you set it up this way. So maybe you don't even make an offer on Ingram, but you say very casually, well, what about Ingram? He's in the state of mind of saying no, in the pattern of saying no. So he probably will tell you no. No, I like Ingram too. Then you make him say the words Daryl Henderson. You don't say it. It's not your idea. Now, this may seem simple and obvious, but it is such a overlooked part of it. The psychology behind offering a trade to somebody. So you say, well, what other running backs do you have? You know what running backs he has. He might even think, ah, that's a weird question. Maybe somebody hasn't looked at my roster. What other running backs do you have, Joe? Joe says, oh, I've got Miles Sanders. I have Daryl Henderson. Okay, well, I really like, are you sure you can't give Ingram? No, I'm not going to trade Ingram. Well, what if I gave you so-and-so for Henderson? Now, that's how you get somebody to say, Henderson's my fourth running back or greater. The value of Henderson probably can't exceed Ingram. I've kind of boxed him in subconsciously into this range. I'm not saying everybody will accept this trade, but you have a greater likelihood that he's going to trade Henderson because A, it was his suggestion in a way because he said the running backs that he had on his roster. He didn't say, hey, the available running backs are Henderson and Miles Sanders, but you got him to say the name. You broke the pattern and repetition of no, 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 and you open the door to say, hey, I'm inquiring about your fourth best running back. You're giving me your scraps at this point because subconsciously you've said to me no three times and you won't give me any of your top backs. This is the only way to break into the opportunity of trading for a Daryl Henderson on a team where a person actually did acquire Henderson. They must like him a little bit. Now, in this case, we're assuming since Joe is less knowledgeable in this scenario, that maybe he took him because he was the highest ranked player or he heard he heard other people talking about him, but he doesn't quite know what he's holding in terms of value with Daryl Henderson. That's one aspect of the art of trading in that the order of what you do matters. You have to be patient. You have to be able to plant a seed. I'm not saying you can't do all of this in one discussion. In fact, if you were to make one offer for Kamara, he rejects it a day later. 
You send another for Jones. He rejects it a day later. Ingram, you lose the momentum of of how this can work and build up. So it's better that it is in one conversation, but there is patience involved from the beginning of the talks and conversation. Plant the seed and let the potential grow. If you went to Joe and said, Joe, I'll take Daryl Henderson. You know what Joe might say? No way, man. He could be, you know, my second best running back by midseason. Something he wouldn't say, most likely, if you go through the process we just went through and got him to say Kamara, Jones, Ingram. Now he most certainly values Henderson below Kamara, Jones, and Ingram in his own mind. That's where you want him to be. That's where he'll be vulnerable, and you can attack and possibly get Daryl Henderson in that scenario. This is just one tactic in the art of trading. This is episode one the order of things. Next, I'll be talking about the two-for-one tactic and how to best deploy the two-for-one tactic in fantasy football trading. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.